Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 149 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe to your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Weird West and MLB The Show 22. The games coming out this week include Replica, Legal Dungeon, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, Outbreak, Contagious Memories, Orcs Must Die 3, Tipping the Scales, Chrono Cross, The Radicals Dreams Edition, Slipstream, Chinatown Detective Agency, and Godfall Ultimate Edition, and Cobanera. Now on to last week's biggest news stories, and we have five to cover this week. Number one, Microsoft reportedly working on Xbox Game Pass family plan. Billy Givens at IGN writes, Xbox Game Pass is set to receive a long-awaited family plan according to a new report from Windows Central. Though Microsoft has offered family plans of Xbox Live Gold for many years, Xbox Game Pass has always been a single account subscription, that's all reportedly changing with an incoming family plan that will allow users to share the service across multiple consoles and households. The report states that a higher tier of Xbox Game Pass will allow up to five other players to access the full library, so long as they reside in the same country as the primary account holder. The new plan is expected to make use of Microsoft's existing family account system used with other services like Office 365. Whether there will be separate plans for Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass is uncertain at this time. There's also no information regarding pricing, though it's likely to come in at a reasonably cheaper price than paying for the subscriptions individually. For families who all game, this is something that has been long wanted by the community. I for one don't have a reason to take advantage of a family plan, but I can see why people want it. If you have two kids, if you game, that's already three Xbox Live Game Pass Ultimate subscriptions that you would need for your household at $15 a month. Combine it into a family plan, get more people options to how they want to subscribe to the service, and you'll have more gamers along the way. Number two, Fortnite introduces permanent no-build mode. Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, Epic Games has announced Fortnite Zero Build as a no-build battle royale and a pure test of weapon, item, and traversal ability. Quote, Zero Build mode is a pure test of weapon, item, and traversal ability, and quote, Epic Games says, Quote, Zero Build can be found on the Discover page as solo, duos, trios, and squads playlist, end quote. The devs add that since there's no building, all players will have the recharging overshield. Quote, zip up ascenders to access blimps or use mantling to get the high ground over your opponents. Don't forget to sprint between cover on your way to a victory royale, end quote. This is awesome. I love to see this. This is what everyone suspected. This is kind of what we talked about on the show last week. I jumped into a bunch of rounds, had an abundance of fun with my friends. It was just really disappointing how many bots were in these games. Don't get me wrong, it was fun to kill those and not have much of a competition, but I don't want that. I don't want an easy battle royale mode. I want to earn it. Number three. Apex Legends gets next-gen versions today, but 120Hz is coming later. Ali Welsh at Polygon writes, Apex Legends got long-awaited native apps for PS5 and Series X on Tuesday, but there was a catch. Those versions of the popular Battle Royale launched without support for 120Hz gameplay, a much-requested feature for the competitive shooter. Developer Respawn Entertainment confirmed on Twitter and in a blog post that Tuesday's Warriors Collection event would also introduce the next-gen updates. The Series X version gets 4K visuals at 60fps, HDR visuals, and improved shadows and draw distances. The Series S version gets HDR. Gameplay at 120Hz is listed as coming in future updates to all next-gen consoles. There's no need to do anything to play the latest version of Apex Legends on Xbox as it uses smart delivery to ensure you're playing the best version of the game. I love this, having played more rounds of Fortnite, I wanted to get back into Apex Legends, which I was addicted to when it first came out. 
So knowing that when I go give it a shot again, I'm gonna be having a nice 4K60 experience. Can't wait. Number four, EA has reportedly greenlit decision to rename FIFA EA Sports Football Club. Jordan Midler at VGC writes, Electronic Arts has reportedly greenlit the decision to rebrand its FIFA series of games as EA Sports Football Club, it's claimed. That's according to journalist Chef Grubb, who claimed on his premium giant bomb show Grub Snacks that sources had confirmed to him that the long-running sports franchise will be indeed renamed. Quote, EA Sports Football Club, EA Sports FC, that's the name of the game, end quote, he said, before adding that the move comes after much documented tension between the football governing body and EAA. Quote, I saw trademarks for it. I thought it could just be like a feature, like in an online mode. I asked around about it, and that's it. That's the name, end quote, Grubb said, referencing the previously discovered EAFC trademarks that have previously surfaced. He added, quote, they are ready to move on. They have another name lined up. We should have a trailer by now, end quote. He went on to say, quote, we should hear about it pretty soon, end quote. Previously, FIFA games typically begin their marketing cycles around June. EA's current 10-year FIFA naming deal is understood to expire after November's Qatar World Cup, and VGC's own surface has indicated that EA had been pushing ahead to call this year's game FIFA 23, potentially the last to use the brand. Crazy, after almost 30 years that EA and FIFA are going to stop making games together. However, as you read and do more digging into what has been going on behind the scenes, it's been a very toxic relationship. FIFA has been very controlling about what they can put in the game, who they can put in the game, and now EA is going to have freedom to do so. But what's going to happen with that FIFA name? Do we see another company come in and try to steal the name to get that branding? Because it carries a lot of value. It's going to be interesting to see in the months and years to come. And number five, E3 2022 digital event officially canceled as Summer Game Fest proceeds. Samuel Tolbert at Windows Central writes, E3 2022 is reportedly canceled, with numerous media sources stating that the ESA has failed to put together an online-only event in time. The news broke via Will Powers on Twitter, who indicated that he received an email saying E3 2022 is officially canceled. From there, Jeff Keighley, host of the Game Awards, Summer Game Fest, and Opening Night Live at Gamescom proceeded to seemingly confirm the news with a single emoji. Spoilers, it was a wink. This was in turn followed shortly by a confirmation that Summer Game Fest would proceed, being held in June 2022, according to a report from IGN. The ESA intends to regroup and will be attempting to hold an event in 2023. Months ago, ESA confirmed that there would be no physical event for E3 2022, with the stated reason being concerns over the spread of the Omicron variant. Man, is this disappointing. I really just love the years and years of taking time off, getting garbage food, setting up for the weekend in a couple days, and just watching nothing but nonstop showcases from the best and brightest. We have other variations of it now, but I don't think it will ever be the same. The nostalgia is just too strong. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this is about the number of people playing games. Credit to TechJury.net with the sources of Verizon and Polygon. 2020 saw a 75% increase in gaming. Because of the coronavirus pandemic, more and more people spent most of their time indoors in 2020. Therefore, gaming was on the rise in Q1 of the same year as people looked for ways to entertain themselves. However, according to Xbox Live Facts, some users experienced an outage as of March 16, 2020. Maybe the problem could be millions of people logging on at once? I gotta say, this is not surprising. It seems like more and more people are playing games every year. I know a lot of people from my high school and close friends got way into gaming over the pandemic, and it's great to see, and it's just a social experience that we can all share and play some time together. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. 
This past week, the only game I played was Destiny 2, and I finally went back through the Vault of Glass Raid, which I haven't done since D1. Did I get the Vex Mythicast on my first run? I absolutely did. Does that mean I'll ever play that raid again? Probably not, and it is sad. My name is Brandon Rose. You can follow me on Xbox at Rose 93 Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.